Live from New York, it's the show that won't return your sentimental Thanksgiving text. <laughs> it's first things first. <laughs> On today's show, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles fly to 10 and 1. Is there a chance he runs past Mahomes in the MVP race? Meanwhile, the good news, Brady and the Bucks are in first place. The bad news, they're 5 and 6. Why the Bucks are in serious trouble. And finally, let's check in on the Broncos. Uh-oh, not good. Not good at all. Welcome to the show, everybody. That was so bad, Chris Broussard said, I'm not even coming into the show yeah. today. He flew in to try to fix it. He's doing some counseling for the Broncos today. He's actually a little bit under the weather. So we have Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings with us. Welcome, Greg. Nick, are you worried about the Broncos? Am I, am I worried about the Broncos? You know, Wilds, you yeah. know what they call me. Mr. Consistency. And I've consistently told you all year, <laughs> this team has no chance. Why now the players you? are recognizing it, too. I'm Mr. sure Consistency we'll at it again. <laughs> We're going to start with Aaron's injury. The back-to-back MVP was injured in what was an eventual 40-33 loss to Dusty's Eagles. Rodgers managed two touchdowns and two interceptions before leaving. Here he is after the game. Is it a possibility of shutting down for the rest of the year? Mm, I don't think so. You know, as long as I check out fine tomorrow, I'll uh, expect to play this weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of other conversations that come into play once you're eliminated. Um, and I'll be open to all those conversations. Pride comes to mind, you know, love of the game. But there's other factors that obviously uh, would come into play uh, should we be mathematically eliminated. So you're, you're still completely holding off a decision on whether you want to come back next year until after the season? Correct. Okay. Very cold in the press room. Yeah. Uh, Nick, should the Packers shut down Aaron Rodgers? Of course. Okay. And Aaron should suggest it. Oh. It's what's best for him, and more importantly, it's what's best for the Packers. Because there is only one silver lining to this season from hell. And that is it gives you an opportunity that you would not have otherwise gotten to get real game time with Jordan Love, which will inform you on a critical decision you have to make here in a few months, which is whether or not to pick up his fifth-year option. So just follow me on this quickly here. Okay. First-round pick, you decide on your first-round picks, fifth-year options, after their third year, this is third year. So this is the window to do it right after this season. If he plays and he's bad, you decline the option, you cut your losses. You don't cut the player, but you're like, okay, that was a bad pick. Mm-hmm. If he plays and he's good, you pick up the option, and then you decide, you talk with Aaron, how much longer are you going to plan on playing? Oh, he'll be, are we going to he'll keep? He'll be clear in that. Well, well, you do your best. And are we going to keep Jordan Love to play and to play him in two years? Or you pick up his option because he's good. You trade him to help this Packers team, which clearly needs things, try to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, or you pick up his option and he's good, and you trade Aaron Rodgers. But you don't have the opportunity to make an informed decision unless you play him. You can't play him if the team's good. team's not good. So it's and as an added reason, quarterback's banged up everywhere. He's got a broken thumb and, thumb and seemingly cracked ribs. This shouldn't be a discussion. This is not an indictment on Aaron Rodgers, Greg, but he should not play another snap this season for the Packers. I agree, and I don't think it's just because of the injuries of the thumb mm-hmm. and the ribs. It, there's a lot. There's, there's the emotional roller coaster that you have to endure when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers that he's taking this Green Bay Packer and the, and the guys in his locker room on all year long. But when you saw Jordan Love 
enter into the game. And you saw what he was able to provide. I loved everything about it. For me, it's before, before anything, this team has no chance to win Correct. this year. Like, they're not – if your goal of the Green Bay Packers is to make the playoffs, mm -hmm. which is never their goal, their goal is to win championships. This is not a championship contending team. And so, with that being said – you do everything you just mentioned. Greg said three weeks ago, by the way, Absolutely. that if they lost two of their next three, that you should turn the page. You, you would have, and, and this it. again, it had nothing to do with just the injuries. It's the direction of where you're going for the future and what your future potentially would look like. Mm -hmm. You have to look and see and give Jordan Love meaningful time. And the reason why we've never seen Jordan Love in this position, we've always seen him have to fill in when the Packers were really good. He's playing behind a back-to-back or a, a MVP-type guy who was playing at an MVP level. None of that is true. So the expectations that we have for Jordan Love are lessened. The, 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 the desire for him to hold, up the, hold down the fort, it's, it's not there. Yeah. It's all he has to do is go out there and just be free. Be Jordan and see what you bring to the table to see if your value is enough to where they want to keep you. Okay, so here's my question. He just said that he wanted to play, yeah. expected to play against Chicago. We've had this thumb injury lingering since London in the Giants, and it got revealed in an odd way that it has, it's an avulsion fracture, which I wasn't familiar with what an avulsion <laughs> fracture was. Luckily, Ian Rappaport explained it. Uh, buckle up for this one. Uh, it causes the ligament to rip away from the attachment, taking some bone with it. Okay. Essentially, it's a fracture and a torn ligament. A little two-for-one yeah. deal, resulting in joint instability. So this dude has been playing with a piece of the bone missing and a ligament injury, and he's played through it, and he's played horribly because he wants to be out there. It seems like, Nick, he still wants to be out there. Yeah. So I, if you're Matt LaFleur, and I'm like, ah, I want to go out there, you're to, taking the ball me, out of my to, hands? To me, this is, a, this is a very interesting moment in Aaron Rodgers' career. Because Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutenkunst should be able to take him aside and say, all right, you want to fight through the injuries. We appreciate that about you. That's part of what makes you great. Set that aside. I want you not to think about your injuries. I want you to think about 13 years ago when you were in Jordan's Thank position. Thank you. When you were on the bench and you had been waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, by the way, did get to play in a game because Brett missed a game, which obviously he never did. Or you know, Brett got taken out of a game. Yep. Pardon me, didn't miss. And then even though the season was lost and we were no good, Brett forces his way back in. How did you feel? What was that like for you? Do you want to be that same guy? Or do you want to do something selfless? When one of the knocks on Aaron has been, little bit of a me guy. This is what is best not only for the future of our team, but also for this young man who has been working under you for a few years. And so to me, I wouldn't let him make the decision. I would, I hate to always use this quote, but I dom Dre for the situation. Aaron, that's what the money's for. And the money's coming no matter what. We make the call on who's playing. We're putting you on IR. But I would try to get Aaron on board with it, Greg, and I'd try to let Jordan Love play the next six weeks and see what it looks like. Yeah, when you talk about letting Jordan Love play, 
what we saw again small sample size but if we look at some of the plays that he made if we have it some of the plays that he made yesterday obviously I, this is the touchdown pass to Christian Watson Christian Watson electric talent we're starting to see that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is starting to utilize him honest with you, that now seems that he's like healthy a Christian Watson it, it, it is but this right here look at this I, I want you to the next play when he makes this throw to Alan Lazard it's it's second and ten, and most everybody at home is probably looking like Jordan. You got to put that in front of in front of your receiver. No, you don't. You throw to a spot. You throw behind your receiver because not only do you protect your receiver, but you eliminate the opportunity for a defender to make an interception. Great decision, great throw, great timing. I love that particular play. Out of all of what you're going to see, and then the last one, okay. incompletion. Oh, but it's, it Come made on. the highlight. It's an incompletion. When you look at this guy, if his number wasn't 10, everything that we see looks like 12. That's you true. can tell he's been watching, he's been absorbing everything that the guy who has been electric for years for this franchise has been doing. He's been taking notes and he's implementing. Most importantly, you don't make that type of a throw if you don't believe you can start to make those throw and complete them. I loved everything that I saw about Jordan Love last night. That's why you go to him. see more. I'll be yeah. honest with you. You sold me on that incompletion highlight. <laughs> I, I was doubtful of that, to be 100% honest. Great play you by sold, the defender. You sold me on it. Okay, question for you. Yeah. Suppose Jordan Love comes in. Mm-hmm. And plays absolutely awesome. Yeah. Suppose, suppose he's Bailey Zappi-esque. Okay, sure. Well, then what are you going to do? Well, then this offseason, then we have to make a big boy decision. Do we think this was an aberrant year, Aaron's going to be back to close to MVP form, and that we can try to make some tweaks and compete mm-hmm. for a Super Bowl? If that's the case, then we use Jordan Love as an asset to get a player that can help us right now. Absolutely. You trade him for someone to help you right now. If you are being more honest about where I think the Packers are, which is you're not a player away, then you say, okay, someone will trade for Aaron Rodgers. Two teams have traded for Carson Wentz in the last three years. Teams trade for Matt Ryan. Teams trade who gave up the farm for Russell Wilson, traded for Matt Stafford when he had proven nothing. Even with the contract, you can get something for Aaron, clean up your cap situation, and move forward Jordan Love. But you've got to let him play so you can make an informed decision. Okay. I bet Aaron Rodgers plays. Well, I, I think it's a selfish side bet. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles improved to 10-1, and one, two touchdowns, 153 yards through the air, 157 yards on the ground. Fox bet MVP odds. Mahomes at one. Hurts at two. Josh Allen and two have kind of fallen off the wayside. So, Nick, can Jalen, and we're being kind here, steal the MVP away? That's like a leading question in journalism school. <laughs> Away from Mahomes down the stretch. Steal it away. Wilds, what did I tell you last week? Mr. Consistency? Well, yeah, that, that's my name, but that's not what I told you. Oh, yeah. What? I told you guys last week, all the media finally had the MVP conversation right. But even then, they got it wrong. Because <laughs> last week, you know what everybody said? Mahomes is clearly the MVP. And that part they were right about. You know what they got wrong? Grace is over. And I sat here and said, no, of course it's not over. Because we will do what we have done to Mahomes ever since he won the first one. Which is change the rules and change the goalposts so it is a horse race. So at the beginning of the year, it was Mahomes trailing Josh Allen. Before a game had been played, Josh Allen was the MVP. Then Mahomes caught up to him. There's Mahomes and Allen. Then Then Allen fell by the wayside. It's like, oh, 
Yeah, the, the guy who's number one in yards by 400 yards and number one in touchdowns by six touchdowns. The guy who's the gap between him and second place in both those categories, same as the gap between second place and Kirk Cousins in both those categories. He's probably the MVP. But now we got to make it a horse race again. So now it's Jalen. And here's my prediction for both you guys. It's not going to end up being Mahomes versus Jalen. Because Jalen's not going to keep – the Eagles are going to lose a couple times, mm-hmm. and Jalen's numbers aren't overwhelming. And then right around Christmas time, you know what's going to be on the bottom line of all these TV shows? The real MVP plays in Miami. Oh, my Antua, look at his passer rating. Look at his numbers. And every t- it's going to be Mahomes versus X. And then we'll see if, like what happened with Rodgers two years ago, that because Mahomes is resting in the final week of the year because he has everything locked up, that if he actually costs himself an MVP. But I know what we're doing to Patrick Mahomes, Greg. We never did any of the other guys who won multiple MVPs. Once they win one, they usually win a bunch of them in short order. Favre won three in a row. Montana won back-to-back. Rodgers had a gap of two years. Brady had a gap of two years. Peyton won back-to-back. If Mahomes doesn't win it this year, it'll be four years of him not winning MVP when every year he's been the best quarterback in the league. And that, that seems to deserve you a little bit. Oh, it's just outrageous. Just it's just outrageous. It's, if you want to, <laughs> everyone says they have Mahomes fatigue. He doesn't have fatigue of winning the award. He's won it once. And he's had to watch lesser players consistently win it since then. Well, I will say this. He will win it again. Oh. He will win it again. This is as, as great as Jalen Hurts has been. When you think, and Tua, when you think about all three of these teams, let's just take these three teams. The Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. When you look at Miami, you say Tua and Tyreek. They both have had such a drastic impact. I believe that Tyreek has had an even bigger and larger impact than Tua. And he's allowed Tua to become who we've seen. When you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, very similar situation. We don't, tell, we don't talk about the, the Philadelphia Eagles and just rant about Jalen Hurts and everything that he does. We talk about A.J. Brown. We talk about the impact that he has made coming over. We talk about their running game, all these other moving parts. When we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, as great as Travis Kelsey is, and he is phenomenal. What it's makes it guy. work is Patrick Mahomes. When you look at, you can look at any stat, and I, this is, I hate to do it because, Nick, you, you, you're already, yeah. you talk about him too much, okay. but I'm just going to wow. give him some love right here. Yeah. Sure. There's nobody that's going to, and I, I said this early in the year, that Josh Allen was the best quarterback in the league. I retract that statement. He uh, is not. There we go. I'm one that, wow. I own mine. Wow. He is not. When you look at Patrick Mahomes and what he's able to do throwing the football, he's, he, he is never going to not be consistent at that. And then when you look at what he does running the ball, like people slight him when he, we right, talk about running the ball. Because he doesn't do it often, because but, he but does, when he does it, it works. He, I, he's averaging six, uh, six and a half yards a carry wild, on 247 yards give, and a touchdown. I got to give Greg credit. For owning that mistake. Yeah. But when you call one guy the best quarterback in football and then you retract it, you know what they'll never call Greg Jennings? I, I do. Mr. What? Consistency. They'll never call him Mr. Consistency. I'm just guess. honest. No. It's like Highlander. I'm just no. There can be only no. one. Be consistent and wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's better than inconsistent <laughs> and right. That's just the way it is. That's the way it works I'm on sorry. TV. I'm not going to be consistently wrong. I'm well, going to be uh, Galen Hurts, 10 wins. I don't know. Does that count for anything? Hey, Brady, up next. God, dog it. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. Greg Jennings here with us with a beautiful tie-on. Brady, under 500. The Bucks lose to the Browns after mustering 17 in an overtime slugfest. That drops Tampa to five and six. Brady's still in first place. Atlanta in second at five and seven. Ugh. Bottom line, first place and under five hundred. So, Greg, Brady and the Bucks, contenders or pretenders? Pretenders. Everything about this team is pretend. Ooh, everything. 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 Let me see. Let's go through the list really sure. quick. Okay. They don't have an O line protecting. No. Their no. quarterback. Worst they don't hurt. have a quarterback that can protect their own line. They don't have a defense that can actually be stout any longer. Mike Evans has disappeared. The head coach is not really good for this team. Like, I can go on and on and on. Yeah. This team is a pretender. Nice. They are going to win their division based on them just having a terrible division. Period. They have, the, they have the best situation in the team in that division, but that's not saying anything. We, a few weeks ago, we wanted to all hang our hat on the fact that, oh, Tom Brady, he came back in the clutch and he, he, he ended the game with a game-winning drive. So what? It doesn't – every quarterback does that every now and again. We just happen to love the fact that Tom Brady does it more consistently than everybody. It also I was against it. a Rams team it, that we now know is the second worst That we team. knew then. Yeah. That we knew then. This Bucks team, they can't score. They can't defend. They don't do it, anything consistently. Here's the thing, Greg. Mm. I could deal with all of that. I could even deal with this stat. This year on third and nine plus. That's a tough situation, but it it's is. not an impossible situation. They are three of forty-eight on third and nine plus, yeah. which means if you that's, get that's if unreal. you get a team, if you get them incompletion on first down, stuff the run on second down, it's a punt. Yeah, it's not a three and out; it's a two and out because they're not picking that up. I could deal with all of it. I could deal with a lot of things. You know what I can't deal with? Not being able to tell time. And I've said I had a dream about the Bucks. Yeah, that wasn't your conference championship analysis. Game. You know what? You always say that. I, you know, we have a lot of viewers that believe in that type of stuff, and I was trying to be relatable to them, okay. and it was true. Yeah, a dream about However, it. something happened yesterday that made me lose all faith, and that is, and I hate to say it because everyone likes him, but Todd Bowles doesn't appear to know what he's doing. Oof. So I'm going to show you guys the situation. Everyone's talking about the Bucks screwing up the clock when they got the ball back with 30 seconds left by not letting Brady go for it. That is not what happened here. Show me the, the Browns run, please, and then freeze it. So there's the Bucks up seven. They stuff them. 
It's now going to be second and nine. Now, can we please zoom in on time score situation? The Bucks have all three timeouts. The Browns critically here only have one. So what that means with the minute 47 left, and this is boring video, we don't have to keep showing it, is the Browns, if they don't score, can't get the ball back. There's 85 seconds left. They only have one timeout. If the Bucks stop them, the Bucks are taking knees. So in that moment, the clock is actually the Bucks' enemy, not the Browns' enemy. The Browns, it's their last shot no matter what. Tampa is operating knowing if we stop them from scoring a touchdown, we win. But if we don't, I'd like to give Tom Brady 90 seconds to go get a field goal, which they could have. Mm-hmm. They used not one timeout, not three timeouts, zero timeouts. And so they got the ball back with 30 seconds left. I'm here to tell you, you cannot overcome that type of, what, what's the right word? Uh, lack of attention to detail. Because why doesn't Tom call it? Because he, he, he has the power to call a timeout. I don't, no, 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 no. On the field he does. He's on, he's on, oh, the sorry, defense yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, out yeah, there. That, the, the, the Tom calling it is, could have happened after the first possession sorry. or the, uh, the next time. This is, the defense is out there. And so because they, and by the way, you know what overtime also cost them? Their right tackle. Because Tristan Wirfs, did. So, that injury happened did. in overtime. If they handle the clock properly, Wilds, they probably go down, get a field goal, get an ugly win against the Browns, and Tristan Wirfs is healthy, and they've won three in a row. They don't, and now a team that I thought could be scary in the NFC playoffs, I no longer do. Ooh, can I show you a quick graphic before we move on yes. to talk about the Ravens? NFC playoff picture. The Bucks are in it. Greg, I know this is fast forward, and this mm-hmm. is all going to get shuffled, obviously. Mm-hmm. It the Bucs would host the Cowboys. That probably is what it's going to be. You're going to bet against Tom Brady? Absolutely. Okay. No. Are you going to? I think the Bucs could still potentially win a playoff game. But I no longer think they could win the three playoff games they needed to, to fulfill okay. the destiny yeah, of my McCarthy, dream. Mike McCarthy in a clock management battle. Yeah, That's right. Oh, oh, yeah, but they're we not. Go. Well, <laughs> don't do that what? to Mike right oh, now. We're know? talking about Tom He was in Bowl. the barn don't studying do that clock to management. Mike. He's watch Stop every it. game, I guess. That's what he said. Right, let's, can we get to the okay, biggest story? Oh, Why are we waiting 24 this. minutes to talk about the biggest story? From the GOAT to, dare I say it, the prince who was promised. Yeah. The Ravens fumbled their lead, and the prince and Doug Peterson went for two to win the game. Oh, yeah. Question. Was yesterday more about the Ravens blowing another lead or the prince that was promised arriving? Well, I'll answer that in just a moment, Wilds. But first, I would like to say, you know what you can hear today all across America? Oh, wait, you can't hear any of it. All the old men yelling at clouds, oh, these teams are too aggressive. Take the points. Nah, not when the Chargers and Jags two-point conversions work to win games. Then all of a sudden, you know what? I actually like those calls. Usually I don't, but I like those. Neither here nor there. Let's talk about the next great player in this league, Trevor Lawrence. Can you believe a rookie is doing this? Oh, God. Get out of here. His rookie year didn't happen. Urban Meyer year. Urban Meyer year. Cross it off. Didn't happen. Urban Meyer, great Fox employee, great college coach, great analyst. You know what? What a great job with the Jaguars. Now Trevor's here. And uh, here's an interesting list. Uh, Great games. Passer rating of 105 or more. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has six. That is the same amount as Patrick Mahomes, second in the league. He, oh, second most in the league this year. He's going to finish the year top ten in all major passing categories. And his last, do we have what he's done the last three weeks? 
Can we show it to you? What the prince who has promised oh. now that he was arrived? He's no longer the prince who has promised. He's the prince who has arrived. I think we, we don't have his last three Thank weeks. Goodness. I'll tell it because I Hubs. memorized it. Thank you. A 120 rating, six touchdowns, zero picks, two wins, the one loss. What are you blaming? He's playing Mahomes. Come on. Uh, listen, it's a blown game by the Ravens once again, and Lamar had some bad tweets afterwards. That, that's a story for the here and the now. The big picture story is we have the next great player in this league. <laughs> God, we do. We and we need it because no other quarterback from his draft class has oh, proven anything, and no other ridiculous. no quarterback from this year's draft class has proven anything. We need great quarterbacks in this league, and Trevor Lawrence finally is given the opportunity to show everyone he is that. You want to go? I, I think he's really trying to make amends for all the bad bets that he's no. put on yeah. the Jags and Trevor Lawrence and oh, the Prince of Prime. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday was I not a bad look, I was Ooh. going to say both wild. Sure. But because he went all over the, over the hill with all of that, it was about the Ravens giving up all these points in the fourth quarter. They can't stop anybody. Oh. This Ravens defense has to be but If this is a team. Hard to stop rules. If this is the team. <laughs> Don't listen Hard to, to stop really. If this is a team that is expected to win the AFC North and your defense plays like this and you have Joe Burrow in your division and you have to possibly see them in the postseason, you think you're going to stop that it's type the of fourth an offense? time they've blown you a nine-point lead. You can't keep doing this. You know, I saw this on Twitter. I was going through Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter that much. I was going through Twitter, and I saw someone posted this. Is Baltimore defense breaking down with the leads. Up 35. Oh, 14, you're such a 14 dog. against Miami. <laughs> up 10 against Buffalo at the half. Up big against the Giants and up on Jacksonville. And that was a fumble, so I get it. The Prince, who was promised, gets the ball in, like, good field position. But still, someone responded to this tweet. I was also looking at the response. It's like, championship flaw. Like, I'm ready not to believe in the Ravens. I'm going to call it. I do not believe in the Ravens anymore. Do you, do you believe in the Prince, who was promised yet? I'm just curious. He looked – look, he played he, all right. He, he did look good. He made four oh. really good, impressive Okay, throws. I'm going to say something that's going to sound over the top. That he might win two games in a row? No, I'm going to say something – Already said Hold on, just first of all, I already won two games in a row earlier this year. Try to check your standings, buddy. Uh, and they were both blowout victories, if I remember correctly. Other than Patrick Mahomes. Oh my god. Just wait. I have a question. <laughs> Other than Patrick Mahomes, Go. is there a quarterback in the league you are certain, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you'd rather have over the next decade? Let's just go to break. Oh, I want to know the name. That you're certain, other than Mahomes. If you, that you bet your life on will be better than Trevor yes. Lawrence over yeah. the next decade. Who? Yeah. Joe Who? Burrow, coming up next. Bur- Joe Burrow, Burrow's Justin the, Herbert. Yeah, Justin, Justin Herbert. I, I had some games. We're yeah. sure about Justin Herbert? Under five We're sure about Foster yeah. Allen? I'm taking if you If you blame Urban Meyer, I'm, brain, I'm blaming Brandon Staley. Oh, oh, please. Right to your heart. Please. Uh, <laughs> Russ and the Broncos fixable. No. Up next, first things first. Uh, let's check in on how the Broncos are doing. Not great. Mike Purcell giving They're Russ also trying to get a friendly now, reminder to score some points. And he did, but not enough. Uh, Broncos put up a measly 10 points and a loss to Sam Darnold. Here's Purcell and Russ postgame. Frustration. We want to we wanna spark on something. It, 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 we, we all are in this together, period. So, you know, that, that's the quarterback of our offense. They're about to take the field. Obviously, we let up a touchdown, so uh, we weren't doing our job, but got to get a spark somewhere. So they're, they're about to take the field, so that's all it was. He was pissed off. He just said, we got we to gotta F and go, you know. 
and uh, I agree. You know, so me and him on the same page. We, you know, there's no, uh, there's no uh, animosity there at all. We're on the same page. We we, we got to win. You know, we got to come out here and have some uh, some some grit to us, some mentality to us. We got to be able to win these, you know, these these, these football games. And um, you know, so those guys are out there battling every play. You know, on offense, we got to be able to capitalize. I got a lot to say here. <laughs> Uh, all right, first thing is, shout out to Mike Purcell. That is a great hair beard combo. I don't know where he got that idea, but that is a great oh, that's one. That's why you want to Second of all, I, I'll get into the rough stuff, the numbers, and the disaster for them in a moment. Yeah. But I want to relay a story to the audience oh, real good. quick. Because Wilde said, you know, it's like you and I after a good segment, the high five thing. Sure. Wilde and I generally get along fantastically, yeah. get on each other's nerves a bit. But You're in our whole time working together, I think we've only gotten in a real argument once where, like, voices were raised. Okay. And I got to tell you something. I already respected you and liked you. I gained a little respect that when I got a little out of line with Wilds, Wilds, for the first time ever, raised his voice back at me like, hey, calm down. Don't Like that type of thing. I think it was a terrible look that when Purcell yelled at Russ, Russ was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want him to fire back? Yes! With I want him to yell back. I don't want him to always be, like, in character. I want him to fire back. And that is one of the many reasons the Broncos are in the worst position of any team in the league moving forward. I would rather be the Texans than the Broncos. Because the Texans at least, hey, you're going to have the number one pick of the draft. Yeah. And you're gonna, there's probably going to be a coach that wants to come in and coach that number one pick. Can we show the spot rack tweet about Russ and the Broncos? Because it's not great. This is never great. This is never great. Only $105 million left on Russell Wilson's contract where the Broncos can take a $31 million dead money hit to move on from it. That's after three more years after this season. So how bad has Russell Wilson been? When I say he's been the worst quarterback in football, it's because... He's been the worst quarterback in football that has not been benched or been injured. They are the lowest scoring team in the league, Greg. The defense continues to be quite good. Yesterday was one of the worst defensive games. It was Mm -hmm. still good enough. I don't know what path forward. This is a team, Greg, that did not have back-to-back losing seasons for 47 years. From 1971 until six years ago, and now they've had six in a row. And they don't own their own picks. They're in a bad cap situation. And they have a broken quarterback. So I think it's the worst situation of any team in the league. Oof. You've made a lot of takes, and I've agreed with you on a lot of different things. I think this is the one thing that I agree with you wholeheartedly when you talk about Russell Wilson and his lack of response. He showed me everything that I don't want in my leader. You want everything, him to fire back? Everything that I don't – it wasn't about the fact that he, fi- he didn't fire back. It was like he knew everything that was being said to him, I can't do, I can't do that. I can't even live up to that right now. Even when you listen to him in his pressers, you have no faith in whatever he's saying or conveying Yikes. to us as an audience. You do not think that he truly believes that. When you hear guys talk – and you hear guys that are upset, and you, you get upset at me on the field, and I come and say, everything he says was right. Like, yeah. I'm... The way that I say it lets any and everyone know that absolutely what he said was right. Oof. I'm disturbed. Russell Wilson looks like someone who's been defeated, 
that lost all confidence and that does not believe that he can get it done. And I know he would never say it because nobody ever says that, but that is what it looks like. And that is what they're experiencing. And when your teammates that are not on your side of the ball, start to challenge you. So is that normal? How often does that happen? Because we see a lot of quarterbacks and wide receivers going at it. Like, oh, that's something. Or like the quarterback and maybe the offensive, offensive coordinator. Line, yeah. How often does the defense come over and talk to the quarterback? I feel like it doesn't get caught on camera. Does it it happen? doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, it's typically like, come on, man, let's go. I got you. Or it's, a, it's one, of the, one or the other of me coming to a defensive guy saying, if you didn't get it done, I got you. Oh, that'd be nice. But if the quarterback stands there, <laughs> if the quarterback stands there and I come off the field, you're the quarterback, and I say, let's go, man. Okay. Let's go also, make a play. And you this. stand there and you just look go like ahead. this. All right, I've got, well, I'm going to be the solution, Greg. You guys are, you're complaining. You got problems. You've got problems. Only one guy here with the solution. So I have three steps to a better Broncos. Number one for Russell Wilson. Blame it on Nathaniel Hackett. It's not Russell Wilson's fault. Nathaniel Hackett's fault. Can I show you a graphic on what the Broncos – I mean, granted, this looks like Nick's graphic that he just showed, but it's also Nathaniel Hackett. So it's not just Russ's last. Nathaniel Hackett has a last-place offense. Passing touchdown, Nathaniel Hackett is in last place. Option number two, kind of reason number two. Bella checking in press conference. You'd like this, Greg. You don't have to say anything up there. You're not under oath. Just say – Hey, what did he say? Well, keep that. I don't know. He said something about football. You don't have to say anything. You know, don't talk about talk about wristbands and Pete Carroll. Don't say anything. And finally, number three, just run the ball a little bit. This is the meat and potatoes uh, football reason. Rushing yards per carry. Josh Allen's at number one. I don't need you to be out here like you know Lamar. Marcus Mariota's nine. Derek Carr's fourteen. Man, just be better than Derek Carr. You're at seventeen. So just run a little bit more. So there you go. Blame Nathaniel Hackett. Get a new coach. Don't say anything in the press conferences and run a little bit. Next thing you know, yeah, that might help. Fifty million dollars worth it. Yeah, that might help their image <laughs> for a moment. They are. I. Th- their issue is this. Everyone is going to blame Hackett. And they're going to fire Hackett. Yeah. This is the least attractive job of the half dozen or so that'll be open. You can't win the division because Mahomes is there. You can't have a. You can't. You literally can't. I mean, everybody thought this was the year. It doesn't matter. They, they, I don't mean to yell at you. Yell back. There you go. Just, I'll raise your voice to me on the middle of the second. There we go. There you go. Don't touch me. <laughs> All right. You know. Stop what? laughing. <laughs> 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 the segment's ruined. Yeah, yeah, right. you, well, you go. Of what <laughs> tree you bark on? Yeah, don't you, come this way. Stay over there. I'm sorry. You took back control of the show, though. You just there. You go. You know what? What? Wilds made some great points. I like the petition. <laughs> oh, that fell off the rails. There's no doubt going to Dallas. Got to drive there. <laughs> Thanksgiving leftovers. Cowboys feasted on the Giants. Offensive explosion that quenched their thirst for Odell. Who, over the weekend, was escorted off a plane, dueling statements from the Miami police and Odell's attorney. Nick, your reaction? I don't think Odell's playing this year, Greg. I didn't think he was playing this year before this. I, everyone's like, oh, last year he joined the Rams late. Last year he was on a team. He was playing. The Browns got rid of him because of a third-party Instagram video. That was a real thing that happened. And then he, he didn't, hadn't missed. Odell hasn't played in 10 months. We have no – or longer – yeah, 10 and a half months. We have no idea how healthy he is. And, listen, 
I don't. I, I tend to have a healthy amount of skepticism through any official account released by the police, a company, and certainly a lawyer. So I don't know who to believe here, but I do know that for some reason or another, Odell Beckham Jr. got escorted off that plane. Now, maybe he was totally unfairly persecuted, and it's outrageous. I don't know. I like Odell a lot. I think he was probably hard to wake up. I think everybody can figure out why they think maybe he was hard to wake up on that airplane. But I know this. If I'm a contending team and he's coming off an ACL and he has this going on, what? and I don't know how much he can actually help me, I don't think he's playing for anybody this year, Greg. I think he is going to play for somebody, and I think that team is going to be the Dallas Cowboys because when you think about the Dallas Cowboys and some of their personalities that they've taken on, he fits. He fits. If there is one, if there is one team that has an owner, that will forever be larger than any personality that comes in that mm-hmm. building, it's the Dallas Cowboys. So I think it, it, it matters where he's trying to go, in the Dallas Cowboys and obviously the Giants. But for me, I don't know if he makes an impact. And I've, I continuously said I love everything about Odell Beckham Jr. But when you have back-to-back injuries and we see how long it takes guys to actually find their rhythm, to just jump on the team. Michael Gallup is just now starting to reassert Well, then himself. what if we put it differently rather than what you think will happen? Do you think the Cowboys should do it? Do you think it would be smart for them? to? The, 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 he's saying the Cowboys or the, or the Chiefs or the Bills. And I, it's what is being reported, the Giants kind of falling by the wayside. I, if I'm any of those three teams, and again, I like Odell a lot personally as a guy. I, I don't want to sign Odell with three weeks left in my season. With, with all the unknowns. Would, do you think it would be a good idea for them to sign him? I think it wouldn't hurt. That's the thing. I'm not saying it's a good idea because, again, he will need time to show us can he be back to the player that he once was. But you create depth. That's what every team is trying to get when you think about a guy and the upside of what he would bring if he is the Odell that we've seen. Okay. We're going to move on to uh, the other Thanksgiving game. Oh. America's team, the New England Patriots. No, we're going to talk Bills first. Okay. Bill squeaked out a win over the Frisky Lions. Josh Allen added two touchdowns and two interceptions to his collection. Mm-hmm. Nick, was this a good win? They, you know, I like wins. Was this a good win for the Bills? It was an important win. It was yeah, a critical win that they got it. It was a disastrous win, though. Hey, Deion Dawkins getting hurt is a big problem. Von Miller, who has been the best player yep. on the Bills. Yep. My dear friend Chris Broussard, who's out sick today, got angry at me when I said it a month ago. I don't even think it's debatable at this point that through 12 weeks, Von Miller was that team's MVP. Von Miller, we don't know how hurt he is. I know initially they thought it was season-ending. Now they're optimistic. Maybe it's not. Either way, it's a problem. And then you have the Josh Allen problem, which is through the first six weeks of the season, Josh Allen was 17 touchdowns, four interceptions, a 104 rating. Cooking. Some of the best-dressed, most in-shape people on sports television. We're calling him the best quarterback in football, oh, not naming names. That me? And no, and, and then I've said the roller coaster thing before. We can show you the roller coaster. Oh, here we go. Have you seen this? But it's not really a, a roller, roller coaster. The last six weeks, it's not really a roller coaster. So the roller coaster has the real high highs. The last six weeks, that's half the season up to this point. Let's show you Josh Allen's numbers compared to Davis Mills. Oh, it's the Spider-Man meme. They're the same. <laughs> okay. That's the last That's six shocking. weeks. That's Josh Allen and a quarterback who just got benched for, you know what? I don't remember that fella's name. 
I bet against him this weekend, and I can't remember his name, whoever the Texans quarterback is now. That's a real concern, Greg. And so, yeah, it was an important win, but I don't know how any Bills fan can watch that game and watch this team the last half of the season and feel like they are anywhere close to the team they thought they were at the beginning of the year. Look, I'm, I'm from Michigan. I, I love the Lions. I love watching them on Thanksgiving. But anytime you talk about a team that has all of what we expected, all Super Bowl talks surrounding their organization, their players, and all of that, and you're talking about is it, was it a good win and you're playing the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving, that, that's, that should say and speak enough for itself. It was an important win because of everything you said. The way this team is kind of unraveling at this stage in the season, it is scary. They peaked early, and it's now they've, they've flatlined, and now they've taken a dip. And they've taken a dip at the most important position, the quarterback position. Again, I said it earlier in the season, early, early in the year, this was the best quarterback in the National Football League. He is not that, and he's, it's starting to get in his psyche. I don't like what I'm seeing out of Josh Allen. It's too and I hate, again, to say this about Nick's little roller coaster. It's too much of a roller coaster. Okay. You got to be more consistent. So here's what I'm worried about. Over Thanksgiving break, I saw a YouTube video of a deer, a full-on buck, getting to somebody's house, rampaging, obviously. <laughs> I would feel more comfortable being in that house than playing Josh Allen, who has to come to Foxborough. This uh, on Thursday, not this weekend. His last two games against the Patriots, 71% completion percentage, 376 yards, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. Now, granted, we will be wearing our cool throwback uniforms, but Greg, as much as you say, ah, it's in his head and Nick doesn't like him, I'm terrified that this is like his big bounce back game, despite the red zone interceptions, because they are getting to the red zone, mm -hmm. but then something weird is happening. Do you think it's in his specifically like the reads or what's happening in the red zone specifically? So I, I don't necessarily think that it's in his head, but it's top of mind. And okay. anytime something is top of mind, you start to try to counter that. You start to press a little like bit. Like he's like, don't throw so, an interception. So Josh. when he gets into the red zone, now when we watch the game, what's the first thing you think about Ooh. when the Bills get into the red zone? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, Josh, back. don't turn it over. So if you are thinking that, Everybody on that sideline is thinking the same thing. Let's just continue to execute. However, this is the best medicine that you can get. When you've always bullied a team, you've always played great against a team. Always. Uh, yeah. uh, well, the last two weeks. When we, when, we, when we talk about these stats right here, okay. when you've performed well against a team, you know, what they, you know what they do, they know what you do, and you have performed well, you just go out there and execute. But, man. Th but this is why the Josh Allen discourse has been so warped all year because people have decided to judge him by the what does his best look like standard. That's true. And that is not what quarterbacks are judged by. Quarterbacks are judged by, that's actually the third thing that's most important. The m number one most important thing for a quarterback is week in, week out, what do they consistently look like? What do we know we're usually getting from the mm -hmm. guy? You know what I think the second most important thing is? How high is the floor? When they have a bad game, how bad is it? The bonus is the ceiling. 
Justin Herbert, for example, who I think is going to be great one day, but is not yet great. You know why? Because he has the A-plus ceiling. Mom yep. said it. He throws passes. I can't even throw. But he doesn't have the consistency, and the floor is low. Josh's ceiling is that playoff game against the Patriots. Mm -hmm. That's the best he's ever played. It's one of the best playoff games anyone's ever played. The problem is it's a 30-story building. And you have no idea how close the ceiling is going to get on any given day. And 15 of the stories are beneath ground. It's a big old basement down there. And so I just the your Patriots are, stu are sunk because of the loss of the Vikings. Their schedule's too tough. They're not going to be a playoff team. But they could split with the Bills. They absolutely could split with the Bills. They split with the Bills last year. I think it's a good take. Oddly designed building. But good, but well, very like a, design. I mean, it's just very, it's like a bomb 15 shelter. Yeah, bomb shelter. Well, it's yeah. like 15 floors yeah, down. Deep, yeah. I got to go to negative 15 for this meeting. Yeah. Hey, it's Rogers auditioning for a new team. We discuss. Oh. Welcome back to First Things First. All comes down to this win in advance, all or nothing game. Entire country will be watching. USA, Iran. Coverage begins 1 p.m. Eastern. Nick. I got a little bit nervous. I, I, I didn't yeah. mind the England tie. Keep no, it's afloat, a good tie. We need this one. Well, it, well, yeah. I mean, you win, you advance, you lose, you're done. And it would be wildly disappointing for the U.S. not to advance past the group stage. They, they have played very well for three of their four halves. They just can't finish. They can't get quality shots on target. Their set pieces, to be totally candid, have been a disaster. But against Iran, they should be able to clean that up. They... This should not be the only goal the U.S. has scored in this World Cup. If they are good enough to defend well enough against England to get a nil-nil draw, you should be good enough on the other side to be able to force a couple of goals. They win. I think they win 2-1, and I think they advance, Greg. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they win. I think for me as a fan and as a as a foot American football player, like there has to be no better feeling to represent your country with everything on the line. I'm excited for it as the country will be watching and excited for it. Let's go, guys. Let's make it happen. As I've stated earlier, I am not going to be preparing for the show. I need to be locked in on this game. So tomorrow's First Things First episode, a little bit rocky. We'll be a little bit rocky. Uh, welcome back to Afternoon Headlines, brought to you by Alka-Seltzer Plus for amazing fast cold and flu relief. Start with Aaron's injury. Back-to-back uh, -back MVP got a thumb injury now he's got a rib injury we thought it was an oblique injury he was very worried about it through two touchdowns also two interceptions here he is after the game is it a possibility of shutting down for the rest of the year mm, i don't think so you know as long as i check out fine tomorrow i'll uh, expect to play this weekend yeah i mean there's obviously a lot of other conversations that come into play once you're eliminated um and i'll be open to all those conversations Pride comes to mind, you know, love of the game. But there's other factors that obviously uh, would come into play uh, should we be mathematically eliminated. So you're, you're still completely holding off a decision on whether you want to come back next year until after the season? Correct. Okay. I thought that was pretty transparent. He's like, ah, my pride, kind of an ego thing. Uh, quick stat for you, Nick. Since sure. 1990, only one 4-8 team has made the playoffs. So... Well, after, a playoff. quick set for you. After this year, it'll still be one four and eight team. Oh, he doesn't believe in the Unless, of course, the Jags rally. I mean, they're oh, four stop. I'm sorry, they're four We're doing and a seven. Packers story. No, 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 they're four and seven. So they, they would goodness. get to four. So and eight. let's spin yeah. ahead. Uh -huh. If Jordan Love plays well and Aaron Rodgers sits, 
If the Packers decide to move on from Aaron Rodgers, yeah. do you think other teams will want him? Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got five teams specifically really with a focus on three of them. Okay, here we go. So I, I think that if you were to trade for Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you'd have to give a first-round pick, Greg. I think that you would give up a, a probably like a conditional second-round pick because the contract's so large and because Aaron's so old. And he'd be coming off an injured year and his worst year. So it wouldn't be anything like the Russell Wilson trade. It wouldn't even be like the Devontae or Tyreek Hill trade. I think it would be much more similar to the latest Carson Wentz trade. Not because Aaron's Carson Wentz level of player, but because of the contract and because of the age. So I think the team that traded for Carson Wentz once upon a time, Indy, would be interested. I think the Giants, potentially, mm. would be interested. But the three most interesting teams, teams that think they could win, don't have a quarterback, and I think would want to be in the business of trying to go get him, would be San Francisco, who's from the area, from Northern California, the New York Jets, who I like Mike White as a stopgap, but he's not the long-term answer, and your New England Patriots. Oh, that's a tease. Why is it a tease? Because he's I've not heard a forever. trick. You we, know heard for, we always heard that if, if, if Rodgers had, had Belichick, all the Super Bowls he'd win, they have a ton of cap space, they don't have a quarterback. I, so I think you have to be in that area. So yes, Greg, I do think there'd be a market for him. But not a, I, I, a bad team shouldn't trade for him, and he wouldn't want to go to a bad team. <sighs> so New York Jets, I, I think that's no. That's out. That's lit, That's literally following the path of Brett Favre. Oh. Like, that's... Oh, that's I forgot just, about that part yeah, of it, that's to be just honest like, with you. <laughs> but, but he could do better than Brett. He could. Well, yeah, he, but, but no. Okay. No, no, no. I think just legacy knowing wise, that yeah. legacy-wise, no, I don't think that. The Indy, the Indy, I, I think that for me... Oh, gosh. ...is probably the most realistic. How many years is Indianapolis going to go get a random we, quarterback? If, if, if you will hire Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday... If he's going to be your guy, he has a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. He could lobby for that. Like, I, that, that would be a realistic option. For me, I, I just don't know who truly goes all in on Aaron. But do you think he'd still be uh, – if, if do you think the Packers, given the contract, would get multiple phone calls if it was clear he was available? I think they will get phone calls for sure. I think that no question they will get phone calls. It'll be based on what they're trying to, what they want, what their asking price would be. Like, I think that's what it would boil down to. And, and, and realistically, what their asking price will boil down to is based on what we would see out of Jordan Love. Right, which is why they got a phone. So if Jordan Love plays great, let's just assume Jordan Love's awesome and they do move on. The thing that I'm wondering, and I'll ask you this, do you think Russ has poisoned the waters on elite quarterback going to a new place. So Russ has become like, uh uh-oh, a real albatross for our contract situation versus Brady, who stepped in and threw for 600 more yards and 16 more TDs, one Super Bowl immediately. Here's what I think, Greg. I don't know if you agree. I think Russ plus Aaron's year plus Stafford's year plus Kyler's year, the four guys who got paid, none of whom were free agents. None of whom did you have to pay. All of whom got paid early. I think those guys' performance with Russ at the forefront and Kyler shortly thereafter poisoned the well a bit about teams preemptively paying their quarterbacks years earlier than they have to out of like a, a, a hat tip to the leadership importance of the locker room. I don't think that 
Russ being bad with a new team poisons the well because we saw Stafford and Brady, the two previous Super Bowl winners, with a new team. So I don't think people will look at it like because Russell Wilson was bad, Rodgers will be bad. But I do think teams are going to be much more cautious for giving out these massive contracts. Yeah, I disagree. I think because of how Russ has performed or the lack of performance, it's, puts a, it's your last impression. When, when all of this started to unravel, when Tom Brady went down to Tampa Bay and then he won, it was like, oh, all quarterbacks thought, shoot, I'll yeah. go somewhere else. I can win it. Why? Because it was the last thing that everybody saw. And then Stafford did it. And it, it worked. And it, and Stafford and it then did again. it. And it happened again. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, oh, well, let me do it, Russ. I want out. Aaron, I'm, I don't know if I'm coming back. Now you see what is happening in, in Denver with Russ, and it didn't work out. And remember – it, he was hurt too. Yeah, I'm, he's playing through injury. Oh and yeah, I forgot about now Aaron is, That's the other Now part. Aaron is hurt. He's still good at the injury. Like, yeah, nah. I, it, yeah. Nope, it's a sour taste. I wouldn't. I don't think I like you're going to get a lot of those teams that are like, hey, I'll take them. No. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of the Eagles now. Eagles, they're ten and one, dispatched of uh, Greg's Packers. Jalen Hurts racked up over 300 total yards on the ground and through the air. Nick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. You're an Eagles hater. <laughs> you are a little bit. I'm not an Eagles hater. I mean, kind of. No, nope, he is. Yeah, right. Is. I'm a healthy skeptic. Yeah, you know, Wilds. Why am I? What Wilds? What do they call me? They call you Mr. Consistent. Correct. And at the beginning of the year. Why do you keep leaning I, into that? That's I, that's just the fact. Because I'm facts. consistent. I'm like He's Mr. Just Con- I'm like it's the rock of, of Mr. Consistent. Now, sometimes I can be a little intransigent and don't want to move on from position. But usually, it's because. I am steadfast in my belief. That's right. That's true. (laughs) And coming into this year, I had doubts about Jalen Hurts as in must-pass situations. Can he do it? And you know who shares those doubts? The Eagles. Oh, come on. Watch how they call these games. Listen. They, I am very. They, they rushed for the most yards in the NFL <laughs> yesterday in like seventy years. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from what they did yesterday, except for the fact. Part of the reason the Eagles are supposed to be so scary is the most complete team in the league. I know all of a sudden people are tricking themselves into believing Jalen Hurts league MVP. He's not league MVP. He's having a wonderful season, not league MVP. The Eagles' story was not we're going to crush you because we have the best quarterback. It's we have this all-around team. Well, he's let the Packers score 33. That's not great, first of all. So the defense, ever since Jordan Davis got hurt, then they lost uh, Gardner Johnson yesterday. Defense getting banged up all of a sudden. That's concerning. And Philly... I would argue they're after this amazing start two weeks ago against Washington, not good. Last week against Indy, not good. And last night, one thing was outstanding. Their offensive performance mostly by running the football. The other side of the ball, not good. So do I think they're the NFC favorite? No, I think San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. San Francisco, which unless they're playing the Chiefs, allows you to score zero second half points, seems pretty good. So I think the Eagles are very good. I do not think they're the favorites in the NFC. I got to go with the Eagles still being the best team in the NFC. I just can't dethrone them because of what I believe a team can be. They've proven that they are. Like, when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, and I know every – I'm on that they same – They look pretty good. They, they do look – they look Jimmy pretty G, good. another win. They do. But there's, there's always and something – There's always something that comes up when we, when we watch this 49ers team play. It's like, uh, but Jimmy, when you look at this team – in Philly, 
what can we what can we pinpoint and say ah uh, but you really I don't can't. trust them throwing the football you can, when you watch Jalen Hurts make those throws that back shoulder he threw touchdown. one amazing pass there's don't, no doubt don't do that don't no. do that no, don't, don't do just what? say he threw one amazing pass if that was Patrick Mahomes and that was the best pass that he had on you would go to his consistent career results yes but Jalen doesn't have those he he has proven that he can make that throw it just is it doesn't show up every single week because he doesn't have to do it every single week but he's proven when he needs to do it he makes it happen. Pretty fast. Like, no, that's why I said it was a. I, I guess maybe it sounded more cutting than I meant it to. Because I you're an Eagles hater. I'm not an Eagles yes, hater. Yes, you are. I am not a, a standing zealot, <laughs> and, and I and I am not going to be bullied by the fact that they're ten and one. <laughs> I just won't be. I just listen. The, the Eagles won a Super Bowl five years ago, and 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 played my voice at the parade of doubting them. And so because of that, and then I went to the, that MC Championship game, ah, and they had there a bleep you, Nick he just Wright told chance. On himself. All right, that happened five years that, ago, right? That, I mean, you're on the it, record. I mean, they're running stuff in the parade. Yeah, it was. It was. Listen, because I thought when Carson Wentz got hurt, their season was over, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. Aside from that. I have no history of, like, uh, it's not like with the Patriots, who I've disliked from birth yeah. for good reason. It's just I didn't believe in that specific team. This Eagles team, I know they're 10-1, and one, and I know that yesterday they ran for seven yards every time, and it could be Miles or it could be Jalen, could be whomever. I am telling you, it feels like a team that has a crushing home playoff loss to start the postseason. Take. Hey, To start the postseason. And they, that's fine. All, Eagle all, social all, media. There you go. We yeah, gave it to all, you. Yeah, I'll I'll lead it invoice you for that. But I don't uh, see that. Team coming up team. next, talking about the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, no, that should get. Oh, welcome back to the show. This is a great one. KC dispatched of the Super Bowl champs, who continued their all-time limp championship defense in a 26 to 10 rollover. Mahomes throws for 320, but even he said it was kind of ugly. Take a listen. We take pride on the red zone, and I felt like we didn't we didn't execute at a high level in the red zone. I throw the dumb, dumb interception there at the end of the game. Um, but I mean, it's a team game. Defense stepped up; they played great. Um, and we got to we got to play better if we want to win next week. That's like right. It. You like it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the game. It's like a D minus performance. A D minus? Yeah. Don't don't. No, don't. Don't. they got the ball. Okay, all right. Good to ball. the nine, the thirteen, the four, the four, and the two on five separate possessions and came away with fi- uh, five field goals or four field goals and, yeah, four field goals and one interception when Mahomes pulled the Josh Allen, yeah, it's an, it's which no you look, can't though. do. It's better than Josh Allen. Well, but here's the thing. Here's why I really give it the D-minus, Greg. When he pulls the Josh Allen. What? Yeah. That's, that's what you call a re- to red zone pick. Yeah, Just like no, you name things. No look, <laughs> it's a no-look interception. Yeah, it's a dumb What red are zone. you doing? Yeah. A Josh Allen, a dumb red zone decision that cost your team points. That's what just everyone like, calls it. I mean, you get things named after you, like the, the oh what, oh he just did the sham god. Yeah, it's like right. oh that was named after God Sham God. Yep. So the Josh Allen is hurdling guys in meaningless regular season games that make people call you an MVP and throwing red zone picks. You don't want to pull while it. looking. You, uh, he threw one while not looking. Okay, so here's why I give it the D minus Wilds <laughs> to be serious. Go ahead. Yeah, they won, and they, you know next year's game of the year against the Bengals as the Chiefs' revenge tour continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the game. If you're going to make a silly red zone mistake, 
to pull out the behind the back. I've been waiting. They were in. They were at the goal line four times. And if you're gonna, you couldn't lose that game if you tried. They did try. They still covered the 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Pull out the behind the back pass. Patrick. I'm waiting for it. And now, well, now I'm now I'm concerned it's not happening. Oh, you promised. Me. I did promise. Like, I, I thought it was going to happen. Okay. And this so, is why it's a D minus. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. It's a trip. You see why? I know. That's why I appreciate you, Greg. What? Um, all right. I have a question because Josh and I and Dusty, we were we were you know we grind the all 22. We were just grinding, and we came up with a take here that I think is going to revolutionize uh, the sports world, at least the NFL world. A lot of DCs are going to watch this. Man, kind of good point. Uh, I think uh, defenses should guard Travis Kelsey because it feels like <laughs> it is not happening. Look at Jalen Ramsey, who I guess has taken a step back recently. He had a good appearance on the shop, but other than on the field, it's been a little rougher. So, Greg, watch this route from Travis Kelsey, which. Is this just an amazing route? Is he this unstoppable? Or is this a bad coverage from Jalen Ramsey? I mean, I I can't say it's bad. It it ends up being bad coverage because the route is just, it's a great route. Like this, let's, let's understand something. I know I give a lot of love to wide receivers, but this may be, and I've told you this, this may be the most impressive the most valuable offensive player that plays our game outside of the quarterback. Wow. Travis Kelsey. Because if he is off the field, that team's looks. I'm not saying they wouldn't win, but that team as a whole looks different. The way he coaches up guys, the way he communicates, the, the, the selfless acts in that game, he runs a route where – his running back is going to get thrown the ball out of the backfield, and he's kind of guarding his guy. Running. Like little things, like players don't think the game the way that Travis Kelsey thinks oh, it and plays it. it. He's, he just does things that you can't coach. And the last two weeks, and now yesterday he didn't have some monster game. He had the one big touchdown and didn't do mm-hmm. much else. For the last two weeks, he has done what he's done against the two players in the league yeah. best suited to stop him. And think Derwin about James thing. and Jalen Ramsey. The two best in the – now, Jalen might not be the best in the league anymore, but – like even He's if, the best on that team. He, he's the best on that team, and even if a guy like Sauce Gardner, even as a rookie, maybe he's ascended past Jalen Ramsey. Jalen's better suited to guard Kelsey than almost any corner because he's so big and strong, mm-hmm. because he kind of has the body of a safety. Yep, has the length. And – he annihilated Derwin James. For the sixth consecutive game, he tortures the Chargers. And then against the Rams, uh, on the, the, when the game for the 10 minutes the game was in question, he's the one that put, took it out of question. But the Chiefs were overlooking this team. I mean, they flatly were. They had the Chargers last week, which was a huge game. Next week, they have the Bengals, who ended their season last year. The Rams, in their worst Super Bowl defense in the history of Super Bowl defenses, are now a team people look past. Yikes. To the Jets. Have a QB conundrum. Only Why I'm writing so. for Zach Wilson next. Zach Wilson's only fan. Metal time. Going on a metal stand. This is so dumb. No video, just straight to the metal stand. Yep. Same time. Because my producers keep censoring <laughs> LeBron James, we can't show you the greatest game anyone in year 20 has ever had in the history of the league. That's the old listen. People are like, oh, how does a 29 and 29 or a 31 and 29 from Zubots not get? A gold medal. The answer is that's been done in the NBA before many times. Wilt Chamberlain did it literally more than 100 times. Look it up, America. LeBron, on the other hand, did something Wilt Chamberlain never, ever did, which is score 39 in year 20. Wilt didn't quite make it to year 20 in the NBA. Bam, with the bronze, there's a medal stand with no video from this weekend in the NBA. LeBron losing to Ben Matherin tonight. 
Oh, is he? Yeah. You want to put some money on that? No. Mike White <laughs> demolished the Bears while Zach Wilson sat and occasionally stood on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Mike went for uh, 215, three TDs. Yeah. 315. I yeah. gave him extra. I, yeah. tried to, I tried to take. Yeah, you did. Steal 100 yeah. yards from him. Yeah. Uh, 100 right. yards, otherwise known as a great Zach Wilson performance. Okay. I mean, Wilds, you're the only person that thinks there's a question. That's right. Do I think Mike White is a long-term starter? Probably not. Here's what I know, though, and this will blow your mind, Greg. Over the last two years, when Zach Wilson does not start, the Jets have the number one passing offense in football in yards per game. When Zach Wilson does start, they're number 31. Seems like they have some weapons. Seems like just borderline competency at the quarterback position, and they're viable. So, yeah, you start Mike White or Flacco if White gets hurt the rest of the way, and then you go find your quarterback this offseason, Greg. Yeah, man, look, it's decided. I like Mike White. I I was doubting until I saw him perform like this in the rain. And the reason why is because as a receiver – as a, as a receiver, when you hear guys complaining, and we, we heard Elijah Moore earlier this he wanted to be traded. He's demanding a trade. Why would a guy who's in year two want to be traded? Because he felt like if you guys are hitching your wagon to that guy, right. Zach Wilson, I want out. Clearly, Garrett Wilson, uh, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, we have real, three really good receivers, and they actually showed up and performed yeah, yesterday. Right. Why do you like Zach Wilson? Because I'm a fan of Mac Jones. Okay. So it's like being in a conference. You got to root for the whole sophomore so class. So you want Mac Jones to be better than No, someone. here's why. <laughs> here's why. I, I don't love Zach Wilson, but I love process and I love patience. The prince who was promised, mm-hmm. when was his best game? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Mac Jones, when was his career day? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Justin Fields had his big breakout game probably against the Patriots, but all of a sudden it's like, wow, we figured out Justin Fields. We figured out how to work with Justin Fields. Zach Wilson, who missed a few games, never got that shot. So I think everyone who wants to throw Zach Wilson's career away until Mike White sort of has a terrible game, he's just not getting the same opportunity that we saw Trevor Lawrence, the prince who was promised, make work this week. Zach, uh, excuse me, Mac on Thanksgiving and Justin Fields a but few that's weeks ago. I feel like he's those getting other a guys deal. showed flashes. Those other guys had moments. Zach Wilson's never had a moment. He, he's he, a little bit slower, but it's still it's a sophomore class. They're, they're throwing his career away. Robert Sala saying, oh, we hope him to start. No one wants him no, to start I'm, again. No, and no, I'm not going to feel sorry for him because if you Yikes. don't want to be accountable for some part. Ah, it's a if, bad press no, conference, if, Greg. No, I don't care. I don't care. It sets the tone for the guys in your locker room. It's not just a bad press conference when you see guys celebrating your quarterback after a win in the rain. The way you're supposed to be celebrating this guy, Zach Wilson, who you're supposed to be looking at as your future, your franchise guy. You see Sam Darnold also rolling into the end zone. Got to give him a chance. Mm. Go Jets. Healy, that's as much Jets we're going to do all week. Hey, Speaks Up next.